Today is July 14th, and the Yankees have been playing some intra-squad games. They got some real games coming up. They got some COVID cases. They got some stiff necks, and you guys have some voicemails. So let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Talking Yanks. We thank you very much for joining us. My name's Jimmy. Sitting right next to me is Jake. BBD is in the corner. We have some voicemails to get to, but first we'll do a little housekeeping. Jake, how are you? James. How are you? Happy 14th of July. Well, we're That number got you. We're recording this on the 13th. But it, oh, industry secret. But everyone besides the Patreons are listening on the 14th. And yeah, it's just deep into summer, man. You know I've been dreaming about fall already. Just, just I'm over summer. July 4th came and I went. I saw that happen. There was a specific day that there was fall weather. I think yeah. we were just doing a JJR and there was fall weather. And like you, I lost you for a second. You were in autumn. I just see how I see excitement. Like when I saw the green trees in this one block in New York, I was like, it's going to be pretty when these are turning colors. So I'm excited. Okay. I just all I'm thinking about is fall. I watched some old pregame shows. I told you this because sure. we're going to bring the Talking Yanks pregame show pre-game back. Pregame show back. Homer draft. It's the Homer draft. draft. And, you know, we're like cozied up in sweaters and stuff. I was watching yeah. like September ones and playoff ones. And I'm like, oh, yeah. You were on the shore. I was in the mountains. Yeah. Things are different, kid. I'm excited. So speaking of the new Patreons, this episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by George Liness, Greg Moran, James Drury. And Jacob Sears. Squad. Yeah. I think that's a whole group of friends, actually. George, Greg, James, and Jacob. The J's and the G's, they call them. Mm. JG's. JG Muhammad. How are you? Your old boss. I'm good, man. I told you I had a moment over the weekend that was, like, exciting and then, like, breathtaking scary where I thought baseball was happening this week. Yeah. It kind so of you is thought the like this, game. You thought this yes. Thursday was the I thought the Thursday we were live for like an hour and I was like I felt the I felt all the emotions like including our personal work stuff. I was like, "Oh shit. It's coming." Got nervous, got excited, got really excited, then got like nervous again with like am I prepared for the season? And mm. then I was like, "Okay, week and a half," which makes a lot more sense. 10 days out, watched Cole shove this weekend, just chilled in the city, man. You uh, played some golf. I went on to my building's roof area and swung a golf club and worried a couple older women. Um, uh-huh. And my girlfriend, Jess, because um, apparently they think I'm dumb enough to hit golf balls like off the roof. Yeah. Which, like, come on. Well, random women I get, but Jess shouldn't. Right? 
But Jess also thought you were going to throw your own dog off. Yeah, that's true. She doesn't do great with me and roofs, which is good. (laughs) I probably need that. Enough about me. Uh, But yeah, man, I'm... uh, I guess I should be getting excited for these exhibition games, right? Just to see what that looks like. I don't know if that's I can, just a step closer. I don't know if I can watch them, so I'm exact. I'm acting like they're not. It's the last weekend before the season, so I've I've promised Caitlin, you know, my attention. Right. So I don't know if I can watch them, which is torture. Are so you I'm, going to Jersey? Because we couldn't go last weekend. We're going this weekend. Because my last weekend right, before right, the season right. starts. So yes, which means okay. maybe I can. But I think I'm going to CT. So nice. Yeah, and we'll see. <laughs> kind of hard. So, so, so kissing our families before we head to war for the season. So ten weeks. That's all I keep see saying. See you later. Thirty-five episodes a week. We're Four, doing fourteen weeks. What? Well, no, 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 no. Just let me get through the ten. Yeah. Okay. I'm just. You need to get the fourteen weeks to Katie. I'll give her to the fourteen. Yeah. If I change it to fourteen hundred now, she's gonna be like, "What happened?" So what I'll do is, when the first week's done, I'll just keep saying ten weeks. So for the first month of the season, I'm just gonna keep saying it's ten weeks, it's ten weeks, and at some point she'll realize I was I wasn't counting. Right. Yeah. Oh, so you just keep ten weeks going? Just keep ten weeks until ten we weeks get from it. now. It's gonna be ten weeks, ten, 10 weeks, weeks, ten weeks, ten weeks, nine weeks, nine weeks. There <laughs> yeah, you go. That, that's, that's smart. The, that's the mindset. That's smart people. <laughs> uh, so a little bit about me. I woke up with a stiff neck on Saturday. Did you get a uh, Viagra pill caught in your neck? No, (laughs) but it happened. It it happened. uh, Just got to sell I didn't wake up with it. Yeah. Katie wanted me to go take Mac for a walk, Mm -hmm. and I turned my head real quick, and it's still stiff. So Judge and I have the same ailment. Yeah. Now, I couldn't play baseball right now, but I couldn't play baseball before. Judge injury is a big topic. I don't know if someone called in with it, but we had to talk about it before because a stiff neck is just resting, just woke up wrong. Next day, doesn't play again. Uh, Getting treatment, which is very tricky. Is he getting massages? Is he getting cortisone shots? What does treatment mean? Third day, which I believe is today as we record this on Monday, he's still not practicing or doing anything. Um, After day one, I was saying stiff neck. You know, everyone wakes up wrong. In there. After day two, I was full fledged. Like this is this is a rabbit hole. Okay, we're going down something here. So, the tracker and we said this. We said this before the season start. We will not start the season healthy. Uh, DJ is not going to be the starting second baseman come July twenty third. I don't know if I agree with that. You think he's going to be ready? I mean, think about this. If he gets activated tomorrow, which we don't know, can't. He's got to pass the two tests. Yeah, so I don't know when the last positive was, but I think the last exactly. one was negative. But, uh, I mean, even if he gets, it's a week from Thursday, right? That's opening yeah. night? Yeah. It's like 10, 11, I think 12. Even if, he, if he gets cleared by Thursday, I think you're going to see him. Yeah, I would not. I, think I mean, you don't think check. he's going to be prepared? No. Where's he seeing 90-plus mile-per-hour pitching and practicing? I mean, I think DJ LeMahieu finds a way. You, you've been pretty f- strong on that theory elsewhere for other players. I think where I think LeMahieu on talking baseball. Just no, 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 like, no, no, no. Like pitchers can just throw, right? So pitchers can be ready. We've right. seen that in camp. Hitters can't just wake up and face twenty at bats versus. So you don't think if he gets he gets activated Wednesday, and then he sees. One exhibition game, and he sees other Yankees throwing days. No. You don't I, see. I think I still think I mean, he can't. I think Boone even had a quote that was like, 
he's DJ. Like when he he can get ready pretty quick. Yeah, but why would they risk it? They're just they just play Wade or Tyra for like the first handful of days. It's all national. It's a short games. season. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I I think the odds are very likely he could be healthy by the time the season starts, but not getting reps. Like he'll get like ten at bats. Anyway, DJ's out. Chapman's out. He got COVID. He's out in, uh, indefinitely. Sessa. Sessa is out, and I don't know. Judge is looking shaky at this point. I mean, yeah. Judge can very likely be there, but prepare for this to go down a rabbit hole. I would say, which sucks. Stan's going to DH. You can spin. This is day three now as we record live that Clint's he's not got out planter there. Fasciitis. That he's not out there. You can you can milk three days because Booney also gave us that speech how, you know, you have to be careful. Like, there, if you, if you put Judge out there and that neck wasn't right and now he misses a month, you're fucked. So, you know, I, I'm going to give Judge till tomorrow. If he's out tomorrow, I'm full deep end. Like, he's gone for a little bit. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, Clint, they've been taking really slow. They say it's not bothering him, and I think he's supposed to be getting Yankee outfield work today. Uh, so we'll see on that. But, yeah, it's, ar- it's already happening. Uh, someone listed it out earlier, and they're like, we got coronavirus neck. Tanaka got hit with a line drive. Yep, Tanaka. But- and, hey, what is up with Paxton? Did we... The last we saw from Paxton, he was pitching behind the net the day after Tanaka. Yeah, it's just weird that Clark's made two starts now. Cole's made two starts now. King's made two starts Davey. now. Davey, but he only did 12 pitches. Um, did um, Gumby make two starts? I believe he did. I know he made one. Definitely one. Has Paxton made a start yet? Not in a sim game. I All I know is the he threw the day after Tanaka got hit because he was behind the screen and he wasn't even using it properly. Um, so that's that's all I got. Yeah. So I'm interested there. So anyway, I don't know. I'm not. Uh, I'm not really worried about it because I like the way our schedule lines up. But I'm, why? Why hasn't James Paxton pitched yet? You want me to type James Paxton into Twitter? I did. I can't find anything. Domingo um, Acevedo got work today, so we've got options. Yeah. So it's been very interesting. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else before we go into this? Clint's wearing a mask. Did you hear Clint's quote? Yeah, it was good. Everything that the Clint did good. Everything the Yes Network ran with, I don't care about. He was like, I want to be an example for people, and if they see me wearing a mask, they'll wear a mask. I don't, I don't disagree with that. Sure, but it didn't do anything for me. It's kind of just like okay. eyewash in a way. But him saying, "Hey, three people already went down, and this is a big year for me. Yeah, and if I get a shot, I better be healthy for it." Is really, really good. I love that because he's so unlucky. Yeah, and he's, I that that probably is the honest reason. Uh, he's kind of watching out for himself, which is fine. Totally. Um, but, yeah, hey, be an example, man. Uh, put it out there. Wear a mask. The uh, Everyone's wearing a mask now. Can't, can't say no one isn't. I think part of his quote was, like, there's two other guys standing in the box with me minimum. Yeah. So I'm not going to be the reason other guys get knocked out for this thing. I don't know if your mic's on. Good for good for Clint. Good for Clint. Um. Talkman had a couple hits. Hitters are still way behind. But another they're catching up. And they're catching up slowly. Day. But uh yeah. Clark Schmidt looks great. I mean, they're also facing Cole. You would you have Cole right. switch? Would you have Cole switch and face the top guys? Would you have Cole switch and face the top guys? What's that mean? He's facing the B lineup. Would you have him face the top lineup? 
Um, no. And I mean, you know, there's a couple guys in that B lineup too. I think it's uh, let Cole work, man. Yeah, he's pretty fun to watch. Him and Gary are, do, are in a good rhythm too. He exhausts Gary though, and I don't blame Gary. Like he's exhausting. Yeah, it's, he's it's asked, a lot. After every inning, they have a full conversation. You can see Gary being like, "Dude, I got a hit." Yeah, and there's. 12 other pitchers I got to be on the same page with. Like, I understand why Cole had a You almost need a, a middle, you need a middleman. Like, you need the pitching coach. You need Matt Blake to, like, get in there and cut him off. He's, he's taking up a lot of Gary's time. You need, it's like if you're at the office party and someone's cornered you. Like, you need, you need yeah. someone to cut in and kind of save you. Matt Blake, that's, like, a big job role for him this year. Gary's, Gary's like, got I, yeah, I got a hit soon, you know. I got to try and get you some runs here. The... Update on Paxton that I have from Brian Hoke's article on July 11th. Yesterday? Was. Two days ago? A couple days ago. Saturday. He said Paxton tinkered with his arm angle on Friday and threw 66 pitches on an indoor mound at Yankee Stadium that featured Boone holding a bat in the batter's box. Uh, so, yeah, Paxton's throwing. I'm, I'm guessing he should be, let's see, possibly one of the Bombers' three exhibition games. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. I don't, it does seem a little weird. It Paxton's quote was the next step for me is finding the velocity. So what's going on? I thought he was ready, but he, he said, I'm not really a guy that gets velocity in bullpens, anything, the game adrenaline. So I don't know. I, we know, he, we know he's a game adrenaline. Let's guy. hope we see him in an exhibition game. Sounds like Paxton needs that. I was banging the door, that door down that yeah. Paxton is a adrenaline on the mound guy all last season. He gets hyped up. Uh, you can tell. If it's good or bad right now. All right, that's weird. I don't get what's going on there. But let's let's go Five to Five man infield. Oh, Britain package. The Britain package. I like that. Yeah. I like that Boone was like, that's the Britain package. Five man infield. Why not? Dude induces, what, 60% ground balls? I think it's higher than that. I 70? think last year was like 73 or something silly. If no one's on base. If no one's on base and you got two outfielders that can cover some ground, and I mean, look at the spread charts and everything. You know, a lot of guys don't hit the ball all over the park anymore. Like, yes, I think... I think, like, get ready for baseball, but what outfielder? It's got to be, like, Wade, right? That comes in? Yeah. Well, it depends on the three out there. That's what I'm asking. What other outfielders can play infield? Anyone can stand behind second base and, and put, a, put a glove down. Kind of. Not, not effectively. Yeah, asking but- an outfielder to play second base. That's not going to do anything. Stand behind the bag. You don't think, like, they could do that? No. Who? Gardner? Well, you would keep Gardner out there. Judge? Stanton? Hicks? Like, I don't think those guys are ground ball guys, man. (laughs) Bring Judge in to play, like, on the grass in second. They got to be able to field a ground ball. Kind of. So it only works if Wade is in the outfield? Andujar, your guy in left. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. I think so. Scratch I'm, the scratch the Britain package. I'm excited for the Britain package. Scratch but it. I think it, I think it's Hicks. I think he, you think like, so. They, they showed him do ground balls or something a year or two ago. I remember that happening. I don't remember. The okay, I, I didn't don't, catch. I'm balls. very interested in the Britain package, but it's you know they don't normally do that with a regular outfield. It's going to be the closer now too. So will they do that yeah. with the closer out there? Probably not. So the Britain package is eyewash. That's not happening. It'll happen at some point, but I think it's like waiters got to be out there. The situation has to be like yeah. incredibly. It's got to be a perfect storm. It. 
Yeah. I mean, if it's the closer, like that's it. also a perfect time to do a defensive replacement. It's true. You have the lead. You need three. And outs. Wade could be playing some defense early this year. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I okay. wouldn't rule it out, but like. Dude, I mean, just picture Judge standing in the hole at second. Like, that's not happening. <laughs> I'm talking, like, behind the bag on the grass. Yeah, I think that's even weirder. <laughs> I think it could happen. I mean, that's, like, where a shortstop would be. Like, that's got to be, like, a divey, rangy position. Not if you have five. I'm just, I've never seen it on a baseball field. That's all I'll say. Well, you never really see a five-man infield. I see, you see it. I mean, you see, like, the Mets and the Rays have done it or some weird, quirky end-of-game situations, but it's normally, you know, you see them swap gloves and stuff. Like, you think Judgy's going to swap on a shortstop glove? No. I'm all for it I just it think happens. it can happen. It just doesn't have to be uh, just Wade. I'm I'm gonna have to see it to believe it for Hicks, Stanton, you, Judge. You see what Talkman, what the hitter Gardy. is up, and you put that the outfielder to the uh, the weak side hole. I don't know. Otherwise, I'm, it's not worthwhile. I'm gonna you, have to see it, and I I think what you just said with Wade defensive replacement stuff, which I think we will see a lot of early. I think that could open it up a little bit. Yeah, you have Wade defensive replace for Gardner, and then you have Judge and Hicks in the outfield, and Wade in the infield. That's like the only thing. But then you're Subbing one of your best defenders out at the I end like of the game. BBD said it. You're you're prepared for it if you need it. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the voice. We got a lot of COVID stuff, so we'll go quickly. Hey guys, it's James Espo, and uh, I just got a notification on my phone, and Aurelius Chapman tested positive for the virus, and we know uh, DJ Mayhew also tested for it. So there's like the talks. There were talks about if this World Series is going to be like legit, like if the winner is going to be considered a legit winner because of the 60-game season. But how much do you think the virus will play in when it comes to playoffs and some players or some teams may have players who are not able to play because of the virus? And do you think the virus will play into that? Love to hear your thoughts. All right, we got a couple more on COVID. Good afternoon, John Boy. Good afternoon, Jake. This is Mike calling from Reading, first-time caller. Just wondering, with the whole situation with DJ and Sessa, getting the coronavirus, who do you suspect would replace DJ if he were not, if he weren't able to make it to opening day? And who would you suspect to replace Sessa if he also would not be able to make it to opening day? Thanks, guys. Go Yanks. All right, and one more. Hey, guys, it's Ryan from Mass again, the guy who talks too fast. <laughs> hey, after my question last week, I got to thinking, Everybody's worried about COVID and the players and the depth behind it, how they handle those situations. What about the managers? What if Boone gets COVID? What if Matt Blake gets COVID? What's the strategy behind that? How do they handle that? How does any team? Um, I'm trying to slow down here, so hopefully it helps. Uh, <laughs> just looking to know your thoughts on how any team's going to handle any manager staff getting COVID and what the plan is and the actions behind that. Take care, guys. All right, so we got three questions here. Uh, James Espo asking about the legitimacy of the season. Can we just skip this one? I feel like we talk about this every single It's a legitimate season. It's happening. Every team is playing the same season. So whoever wins, wins the season. The season's happening. Uh, And then if the coaches get COVID, they're just out. The same thing, I would guess. A lot of the older coaches are sitting out anyway because they're more susceptible. I think it's really interesting – like, Booney, yes, there's an impact there, and he does keep the locker room loose, and everybody loves Booney, but 
on a day-to-day, he only does so much, like, direct impact. I think the Matt Blake thing's pretty interesting because, I mean, that's a pitching coach. That's someone who's supposed to be working with, you know, analyzing your throws and stuff like that. They have so much technology, and you can do a lot over Zoom, but that will be weird for guys. Yeah, I think I, I think the pitching coach and all that can do it over Zoom. I feel like that's how they were doing their workouts, like, so far anyway. It'll be weird. Um, Booney would be weird because what's he's, he's like the vibe of the team. As much as yeah. some people don't want to admit it, I think he, he really is the vibe of the team. It's good energy. Good energy. That's like a manager's job nowadays. Yeah. Um, the other question is if DJ is out, which we kind of debated at the top of the show, who's going to slide in? They, they were having this discussion on the last, yes, summer camp, intrasquad game, Ruko and Coney and all them. And Ruko was pushing for your boy, the young prince. But it's Wade. Tyro's tyrants are getting strong. <laughs> and I was getting a lot of that in my Twitter feed. And don't get me wrong, I'm rooting for it. And would it not be the most Tyler Wade thing ever for the Yankees <laughs> to kind of screw the pooch on him again and be like, yeah, you know, we're going to run Tyro out there. We like Tyler better late in the game. Like, I think Wade would go nuts, <laughs> and rightfully so. Uh, Wade's going to get first punch at it, and he does deserve it. Um, most importantly, so Jack uh, Curry was like, if you read the tea leaves, Wade's been on the Yankees, Tyro's been on the Bombers. And there's a lot to that. Did you hear Buck Showerter talking all about that? A little bit. I um, there's also in like I feel like a lot of sports teams that you probably played on growing up did things like this. Like if you were, I know when I played goalie, like and I was the varsity goalie, I would play with the JV, so I would get tested more. And the Yankees have been doing a little bit of that stuff as well. Have they? Yeah, with with some of the pitchers and some of the some of that thing. But oh yeah, like that's that's the opposite of what I'm saying. How like Clark Schmidt's pitching to the good guys, right? I'd rather Cole pitching to the good guys. Well, I that's what I'm saying. I think they're getting Cole's getting his work in. I think Schmidt's getting tested. True. Yeah. Definitely. But I don't think I think way I think it's. I think they're putting weight on the good guys because they see him more as... And they don't want him to cry and be sad. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and that's what Buck Showalter was talking about. Like Tyro keeps going yard, baby. Buck was like, you guys don't do white and blue for your inter-squad games? Uh, how do you choose who's on the Yankees who's on the Bombers? Because that's an insult to be on the Bombers. Yeah. And they're like, really? You think about that, Buck? And Buck was like, oh, yeah. Buck thinks about everything. And when you list guys who don't make the roster, you got to list it in alphabetical order. Otherwise, they think it's in the order of how much priority. They priority. And it's like, oh, shit. Buck's been through some shit, people. Um, That's true. But it's Wade. Wade, yeah, Wade will fail. It's Wade, uh, unless it's a lefty. I, I could see them putting Tyra out there. Why not? If he's got to be out there. How would they both be on the lineup? In the lineup? Well, if you've got LeMahieu on the IL. Yeah, but I didn't have, we didn't have Tyra there anyway. But LeMahieu was on the team then. Yeah, yeah. I oh. think if LeMahieu isn't on the team, which is what we're saying in this scenario, you think that Tyro's be- the call. You need another middle infielder. Yeah. That's interesting. Because they have Herrera and Duffy still. I mean, they can't play second. Herrera can't play second? I thought he was an all-over-the-field guy. I think both of them have been playing all over. Yeah, I think they've been playing second and short. I mean, if they can play short, they can play second. Yeah. um, I don't know. I think, I mean, I'll get in Herrera's stuff now, but I don't think he's played a lot. He's got, let's see, he played eight innings at shortstop. He's played a couple second base games in his career, so yeah, but he's still not on the 40-man. Are you going to add Roselle to the 40-man? I don't know. I think Tyro's 
your safest bet after Wade. Yeah, I think I would have guessed Clint takes that spot, DJ spot. There's a chance. I mean, then you're, I don't know, you're kind of thin in the middle infield. Because in that scenario, you just said Duffy or Herrera. Neither of those guys are in. If it's not Duffy or Herrera, I would have guessed Clint over Tyro. But I'd guess Duffy or Herrera. I think they're going to do some 40-man stuff. I mean, Tyro's already on there, and he's shown he can play a little bit. I don't know why you mess with that. Yeah. Like they the, just don't the seem to guy, like him that much. The other guys, I mean, you risk, if you make a 40-man move with them and someone comes back, then you have to get rid of them. Yeah. Tyro, the, they can send up and down the fake bus if they need to. Yeah, 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 you're right. I just, it doesn't seem like they like Tyro. What? They brought up Bravik Valera for, in front of him, and when we asked the guys, uh, uh, Bravik was an odd situation, and a guy that's been DFA'd by a third of Major League Baseball by this point. When Tyro came up, he's performed, and that's all he's doing again. I mean, it's... I like Tyro. Pe- people ask. I mean, he's still really young, man. Like, And he wasn't a giant prospect. I know. I'm just saying we kind of got told that they wanted him to work on some things. Yeah, they he's, he's 24 not, years old. He wasn't supposed gung-ho. to come up last year. Tyro Estrada was not supposed to be a part of the team last year. He was playing left field in San Francisco. Uh, like, uh, it was a weird year, but in classic Young Prince fashion, when all the eyes are on Yankees baseball, we're back playing sim games, who's the guy going yard ski? Young Prince. It's just what he does, man. It's the next Luis Soho. Who did he get? Who did he hit? Canely? He got Canely, and then couldn't tell you the other. Do we have one. stats Hale? for these games at all? I think he got Hale. No matter. All I right. was gonna tweet that out the other day, but then I got I felt really bad because I know someone would go digging for the actual stats from these games, and I don't want that. I wonder if they're anywhere. Someone's got them, but the Yankees do. You think so? I don't think so. They do. Someone does. Lions, I think, was the other one. Tyler Lions. Well. Speaking of Tyro, um, I think the other question was Sessa, and like that's not even an issue. They're gonna bring like they every, they're gonna bring every pitcher. Yeah, so it's not really replacing Sessa. Like you know, when Sessa comes back, he'll jump all of them. But they're bringing so many pitchers for the first month. And Sessa with the COVID IL that does open up a forty man slot. So I think with Sessa, they may take their time and give. One of the non-roster invitees, either Hale or Dan Otero or someone like that, the spot and make sure Sess is ready to go. Because if somebody else gets hurt, you don't want to risk losing those other guys. Or you use Duffy or Herrera for those first two weeks, and then when Sessa comes back, you DFA those guys without a problem. Could, but you need room for those pitchers still, and they're going to use a lot of pitchers. Yeah. All right. Next. What cat? What up, fellas? It's Bubak. Uh, dumb question here, but, you know, I haven't called in for a while, so I figured, hey, why not? I thought about this this afternoon. Do you think with uh, not having fans in the stadium, will they still, will the Yankees still play the uh, PC Richards and Sons whistle after strikeouts? You know, the, I don't know, just something that popped into my dumb brain, you know. Um, if you don't want it. Hell, you don't want to answer it, don't answer it. I don't care. Just, uh, <laughs> I haven't called in and talked to you guys for a while, so I figured I might as well just uh, throw a call in. Can't wait for the season. Love everything you're doing. Jake, I hope we got your uh, Swedish fish I sent you. That was heartfelt from me. 
But yeah, peace. Thank you, Bubak. Yeah, Bubak sent in a jar of Swedish fish and super glued the top shot so Jay yeah. can't get into it. Thank you. It's nice. Of in you. a very sincere way, thank you. Uh, BBD, remember when we saw Jake eat the Swedish fish on the RV? I just didn't know what to make of it when I when I saw that happen. You sucked him down. So it's like fast. a fucking Swedish fish vacuum. It's not a joke. It really can't be described with words. It's not a joke. I don't know what happens. I lose control. It was bizarre. Like it's not like uh, oh, like you're probably at home. Like oh my god, I had so many cookies at the picnic last year. No. This is a problem. Yeah, it was weird. You really like you weren't Jake for those no, ten seconds. No, I lose control. You're like a raccoon in a dumpster. <laughs> uh, uh, th- so good. Th- they'll play the PC Richard and Son noise if PC and Richard Son pays for it. Yeah, that's a good point. Probably, I didn't be obliged to that. I didn't know how much opposing players hate it until Ploof really oh, let us yeah. know. But it makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> When you strike out, someone makes a whistle noise. That was a really quiet one. Um, was there another question? And there? I think they officially went crowd noise, like they announced it. They did. Yeah, I I thought I saw that article going around. Oh, they should. Good. Yeah. yeah, do it. I've Who liked cares? it in the in the soccer and the footy. All right. Next. Footy. Thanks, Bubak. 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 Hey, Jim and Jake. This is Ryan from Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania. Jake put that on the map. My question is short and simple. If the Yankees played the Orioles in the 60-game season, every single game, what do you think their record would be? We have a, a lively debate going on here whether I think they'll win. They would win 45 to 50 games. We settled in about 38 to 40 games between the two of my fiance and I. Uh, what do you guys think if the Yankees played the Orioles every game in a 60-game season? Thanks, guys. Great question. Great question. I love it. If the two ranges you're offering us are 35 to 40 and 40 to 45, you hammer the 40 to 45. We, we want them to win 35 to 40 against everyone. The plethora, if it's just the Orioles, hammer 45 to 50. If you have the New York Yankees. I have the Orioles winning 12 games, one a week, if you have and then the, two others. If you have the New York Yankees in on this like beat them as many times as you can the over under is 50 yeah and i think i'm close to the over i put i put, I put the over under at 48 because I, I have the i have them winning 12 because okay in this fantasy world are we doing normal schedules and stuff because i mean they would wear out the orioles pitching like there'd be some guys They'd have to DF a guys to bring up fresh arms and shit like that. Like you get, you get the Orioles would play three inning games, and if they're not winning by the third inning, they're just losing. You get they're five, like doing uh, a position player pitching you after get four, like five John Means starts, and then you lose a couple other days, and that's like it. One win a week for the Orioles. I'm not giving them that. That would be a 50 win season. Whoever he said his fiance said thirty five to forty. That's what we want. That's what they're gonna do anyways. That's what they're gonna do against playing the good teams. Yeah, it's definitely forty five to fifty. That'd be like the very worst case scenario. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great for the Orioles. Yeah, if the Orioles, you won, know what they hit lefties well. The Orioles Hap won twenty five games. Yeah, what's the Orioles over under against the rest of the whole league? Twenty. 
20 and a half. 20 and a half, and, yeah. and they get to play the Blue yeah. Jays and the Marlins. It's fi- it's 50's the number. Yeah. Okay. And if you're, it's either just south or just north. Yeah. What's up, John Boy and Jake? Big fan of the show. Thank you. My question for each of you is, in your opinion, who has the best-looking swing on the Yankees? Thanks for answering, guys. Mm. Judge in slow-mo? I, I like Hicks is pretty good. Stanton is no. No. Andujar, Andujar no. is nice, but not pretty. It's Andujar's violent. Andujar is fun. Fun, but it's, it's, it's nice. violent. Guardy, no. Void with the slow leg kick? I kind of like I it. like the leg kick. I don't love the swing. DJ, um, no. DJ, no. It's just bat to ball. Gary can be fun when he connects with one. Gary can be fun. I think it's Judge. The answer is judge. Like if you watch that and like how long it is with his arms, it's like a majestic bird or some shit. But uh, no, it's a, a sleeper, and I think it's from both sides of the plate. And maybe I'm skewed by his pimpiness. Hicksy can have a really nice swing. Yeah, I I saw him batting righty the other day, and I was like, I kind of like that. I like that. And normally you get lost in his lefty stance because that's kind of his more power. But his righty stance pretty nice. Look at this slow-mo swing of Judge. Dude, the long follow-through is just... And, like, the, what you're showing me right now, he doesn't look like a monster of a man. Yeah. When you see that swing come out of a giant human, it's even more impressive. I'm going I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch an Aaron Hicks slow-mo swing, and then I will make up my mind. Officially, okay? Lefty or righty? Whatever the YouTube gives me. Okay. Lefty. It's pretty smooth. It's pretty smooth. Judges was better. Judges was more majestic. Yeah. So I'm going. That Hicks righty sneaks up on you. Urshel is cute, but no. Was Glaber? Glaber's got the big leg kick. But he's a little punchy, too. Same with DJ. Which is good. You want that. Yeah. No, they can go the other way with it and that kind of thing. What are we missing? Mike Ford, of course. Yeah. Kyle Higashioka. Yeah, you Hear me lo- out. Hear you, me you, out. You love Higgy I swing. I love Higgy swing. I like Higgy swing. <laughs> Do you think they even have slow-mo, slow-mo swings? Slow-mo Higgy? Kyle- <laughs> we could ask him for one. <laughs> Kyle Higashioka slow-mo swing. No. No, they don't have it. I'll tweet at him. Um, yeah, they don't have it. What if they would just do like Kyle Higashioka? Higashioka, the home run stroker. Hey, Higgy, can we get a slow motion? He's not going to get it. Video of your swing. I'm watching him hit a homer off David Price. Jesus, it was a bomb. Jesus, Higgy. Two strike. Bomb Can you price. slow down the video? Yes. On the YouTube? But it's not like a good frame. But hold on. I'll make it big. Go settings, playback speed, uh, quarter. Uh-oh. I think I went way too slow. <laughs> All right. I don't know if this is a pretty swing, but this is a bomb home run. No, it's not pretty. I like it. He drops the hammer, but it's I not- like that swing. But would you say it's pretty? It's a deep cut. I can't wait to pick Higgy in the homer draft and get it right again. 
Don't even, girl. Uh, next up. Did you eat my shorts last year in the Homer draft? I got hot, right? You won the Homer hot. draft. I won the over-unders. Yeah. I had like a scary We're just good, talking Homer draft. Right I had a now. scary good stretch of, of over-unders. From Richfield, Connecticut. Shout out 06877. Been a fan for like a year. Not all that long, but I'm an OG member of the Bug Crew, so that going for me. My question for me is, who do you got on the squad in a chess tournament? Pretty straightforward. Who do you think is going to win a uh, round-robin-style tournament between all the active members of the New York Yankees in chess? For what it's worth, my money is on Chad or Giancarlo. Do that what you will. Peace. Mm-hmm. Go Yanks. I love the Giancarlo pick. Yeah? I didn't think I would. I love it. He's a chess in the park kind of guy. I like it. Like, no, he's yeah. got grandparents that he played chess with. Okay. That's what they did together, you know? That's what they did together. Yes. Okay. And he says, yeah, I'm not all just brawn, you know? He drops that, like, every time he plays someone in chess. I know you Ooh. wouldn't expect it. So what a big guy like me can't be good at chess, like stuff like that. That's his go-to, but uh, it's definitely Marlin and Tanaka. Welcome to the deep cavities of Jake Brain. For some reason, I kept thinking Cole in chess, and I was like, "Yeah, because he's a deep thinker." Why? It's not Cole in chess. On the R two C two Tyler Glasnow episode, he said he beat Cole in chess. Oh, okay. so you don't want Cole? So Unless Glasnow's a prodigy. Jim, I've got the answer. And I think you're gonna laugh. It's Talkman. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He's read books on chess. Yes, it's easy Talkman. Talkman in a blowout. He tells you yeah, I learned this move back in twenty thirteen. Talkman would chapter ten. Talkman would win the chess. tournament, but he could also lose to the worst player on the team because they'd be making their moves and he'd be like, Oh, you're playing the Kozlov method, huh? And and like Brooks Krisky would be like, Nah, dude, chess. Yeah. Just playing chess. No, I know how to counter this. No, one. I know when you're moving the rook over there, yeah. what you're going to do next. <laughs> What's a rook? Yeah. That's a good, it's a really good call. Thank you. Um, BBD? Okay. I like that. Another thinker. And I think Kainley's interested. Yeah, if it turns into checkers. I don't know if he's good at it. I think he's interested. Canely's a break the board. He really wants to do it. Oh, yeah. He's classic little kid, gets really excited, and then 10 minutes in, he's itching. Starts asking questions, and then like two explanations later, he's like, oh, I'm out. No, it is. Canely's the guy that starts sacrificing his pieces. He's like, let's get these pawns out of the way. But he loses double the pawns. Yeah. Yeah. Adovino and Talkman's chess game could take days. Maybe it is. Maybe they have a season-long battle. Interesting. Add that to the notes. It's been going on since Colorado. Hey, Jimmy and Jake. This is Jackson from Utah. My question is, is who are some Yankees that you feel bad for or wish they could have had a better or longer career with the Yankees? Personally, mine is Todd Frazier, just because he was with the Yankees in 2017, and they had such a good year that year, and they were so close to winning a championship, and came up short. But anyways, love the show. Keep it up, guys. Bye. I have a, a very, like, one name jumped to my head very easily. Okay. Do you have anything? I got things. Let's hear what you got. Jabba. 
Ooh, okay. I, I've talked about this at length a bunch. I, I, I think Jabba's career, he was born 10 years too early. Yeah. Um, they should have never tried to do him a starter. The Nats thing is, like, just a shitty, like, big memory of him. Uh, and then, you know, he just kind of it never panned out how it was supposed to when I think it very well could have panned out the way we all thought it was in yeah. 08. But just a couple wrong turns and a couple mismanagement by the Yankees. So that's one. The really sad one is Chin Ming Wong. Yeah. I loved Chin Ming Wong. So you're you're taking a different angle at it, because I think the I think the expected angle was almost like the Cano Didi angle of like guys who left or like you wanted on your team for longer. Melky Cabrera. Someone like that. Yeah. They chose Gardner over Melky. They've had like very similar stats. Melky did uh, steroids, but um, I loved Melky's arm. I loved Mel- how fun Melky yeah. was. I wanted him to stay around. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, the positions that endear me were like center field. Bernie kind of did his thing. I was fine with that. I guess like Scott Brocious, but like his, we kind of got some of the best Scott Brocious. Like it worked out. Yeah, not the bad. plan worked there. Uh, yeah, and I, I guess the other, just where I was thinking about it, it's where I think we're in a weird state with Yankees where, you know, Dellen and Didi were two guys pretty well attached to this team. That, you know, I there's part of me that, like, we kind of had this voicemail a couple episodes ago where it's, I don't know, I think a guy normally leaves in pinstripes and you're like, ah, see you later, dude. Like, I'm rooting for Didi and Dellen pretty hard this there's year. There's a lot of ex-Yankees out there I'm rooting for. Uh, a lot. Yeah. Uh, Robertson. Romine. Romine, Didi, Batansis. There's a lot that endeared themselves to me, and yeah. I, I, I wish them nothing but, like, go fucking kick ass, and I'll be proud yeah. that you did. Cervelli. Uh, that was the saddest trade for me. I just loved his personality. Yeah. I was like, fuck. I know he's a backup catcher, and at the time didn't really show any talent or potential. But uh, I guess my other, my other deep cuts injury-wise would be Nick Johnson. We, he comes up a lot when we do these kind of things. Look at the stats. Like, if that dude didn't get hurt, <laughs> you'd be reading nerdy articles about him every day, how he was underrated. And then I guess if, like, I could have someone be a lifetime Yankee, it'd be Tino. Yeah. Or Pettit, take yeah. away those couple years. Yeah. Uh, he said Todd, so I'm guessing he just wanted him back. Like, Maven would be fun to have Maven back for this year. Maven. Maven's a cool dude. I mean, you know, not game changer, but I think he was. They all raved about what he did for the clubhouse. So, there's got to be a lot of others. We're yeah, missing. but I think it is interesting that maybe it's a sign that I'm not a uh, punk teenager that's full of angst anymore. Sure, there's a lot of ex Yankees that I still really like out there. Right, and he, you can get really true. Like if I said Cece, I wish he was a lifetime Yankee, but the dude had a whole career with the I'm Indians. Pretty sati- I'm pretty that, satisfied you know? with him. <laughs> you did your part, big fella. Yeah, I was trying to think of uh, anyone else. It's a lot of pitchers that I wish worked out. I wish David Phelps worked out. Okay, Phelpsy. Nova, were you ever huge on Nova? No fun. Oh. Nah. Just like making the joke. I wish Pineda was better because Big Mike. I wanted Cashman to win that trade. Massive human, yeah. Kind of Which did. he did. Yeah. But it's a, it a not as much a bottom scraper win or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. All right. Next. Hey guys. I wanted to know how do you think the Yankees will utilize some of their younger prospects like Clark Schmidt and Debbie Garcia with the shortened speed season? 
especially since normally in September they are called up. Thanks, guys. You want another tea leaves Amaritan, Jake? Give me them tea leaves, Jim. Uh, tea leaves Amaritan? Give me them tea leaves. Paxton's Jim. not making the rotation start the season and Ooh, Clark's in. Okay. Where the fuck is Paxton? Yeah. Why hasn't he pitched and Clark Schmidt has started two games going deep into the game? Yeah. Like, I mean, if that don't smell stinky to you. So I got, I got, Sh- I got Schmidt breaking camp with the team either Tanaka's spot or Paxton's spot. I don't know what's going on. They are auditioning him for something. Yeah. And he's looking great. I'm with you on Clark. I still I feel like we're missing some of the details on Pax. Like, in theory, I think he could come out tomorrow, sim game, and then do an exhibition game. Like, I feel like that's still possible. Um, either way, I'm in on Schmidt. And I think I think more importantly... The whole thing I talked myself into is, yeah, there's rookie service time and, and all that stuff, but Clark Schmidt's going to get called up this year, and th- we see it every year in the playoffs. And I forget if I've given this speech here before, but I'm sorry. But every year you see young guys on a team, and they're more valuable than they were earlier in the year. And I think the comparison here would be Clark Schmidt and J-Hap. If we had a game, if we had a game tomorrow... And we, you know, needed a good start. Would you rather believe in Jay Hap or Clark Schmidt? Hap. Hap, because he's got a body of work. Like, even if you didn't like what Hap did last year, he's an MLB veteran. You know, yeah. Clark Schmidt could go out there, lose the strike zone, and give you 2.2 innings. Hap can struggle and get through four and a half, five. worst case. And by the end of this season, we could very much want Clark Schmidt on the mound and not Jay Hap. So I think they're going to get Clarky out there as much as possible. I think Davey, with the pitches you mentioned yesterday, I think they've ruled him out as a starter for this season, which is fine. Um, and if, if they need him to come in and be an impact reliever, I think they'll allow that. Um, and then, yeah, I think it's it's going to be open field for the young guys. I mean, Mike King. Uh, he's, Mike, getting, he's getting a good look. Mike King and Clark Schmidt are going to get a full look this year. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Davey bullpen. They they wrote him for 12 pitches. I mean, here's... This was Jakey Shower thought the other day. Think of all these... I'm about to name a lot of guys. Update from Brian Hoke. Update from Brian Hoke. Paxton was supposed to start on Friday. It got washed out for rain. He's doing a lot of live BP. They're being cautious. Okay. So, something. Think about all the guys I'm about to name. Holder, Heller... Luizaga, King, Sessa, Clark Schmidt, and I, I skipped over a couple of relievers. The Tyler Lyons, Brooks Krisky, I don't have to go there. Those guys are going to be asked to throw a lot of innings this year. Yeah. And whoever steps up is going to be like the sixth guy in our bullpen, which I know that doesn't sound like an honor, <laughs> but that's a pretty important person on an MLB team in 2020, especially a contending team. So, uh, I think those guys are going to get a chance to step up, and I don't know. I think so. I had some people tweeting uh, about Clark Schmidt today, how they also think that he's a big part of the Yankees' plan next year with starting pitchers leaving. So yeah, that yeah. that could also be very true. Cole, Herman, what? what Happen sent a bonus, Monty, Monty, Clark Schmidt. I don't know. Tanaka will um, come back. Tanaka's coming back. Bring him back. 
Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, first time, long time. My name's Sean. I'm from Ireland. Uh, I'm probably not your first international caller, but hoping your first Irish caller. So I saw your conversation on talking baseball about the hottest players in baseball. I'm going to piggyback off that a little and ask for your list of top ten hottest Yankees. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. Top ten. Top tens. There's. Let's just do a top three or something. There's a lot. Yeah. Thank you to Sean. From Ireland. If you guys were wondering what we've been talking about on Talking Baseball, there's a little teaser for you. Sean, I have family in uh, Ballyperine, Tip County. Say hi. If you ever want to go say hi to him. Tyler Wade. Go tip. Tyler Wade Tanaka. Tyler Wade Tanaka. I I have Tank. I could see arguments against Tank. Well, are we doing hottest or are we doing most attractive? they're cute. They're sexy. You know, there's a lot of different ways you could go about it. I mean, if we're doing handsome... He's on it. Yes. I mean. Hand stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, Luis Sessa is pretty, pretty handsome. Sessa, the Latin Andy Pettit. I've always yeah. liked what he's been putting out. Um, I think this guy just gets overlooked, and it's kind of ridiculous. It's Stanton. Like, you want to fight it a little bit, but I mean, he's roped up. He's a good-looking guy. Like, uh, Stanton's got to be there. I think. I think the consensus top three is Wade, Tanaka, Stan. Arrange them however you want. Wade, Tanaka. Who's on the outside looking in there? Um, Glaber's cute. Katie doesn't find Glaber attractive, my fiance. Canely. Yeah. Canely's got the legs. Glaber's too young for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Starting to like the camera. Oh, Katie saw a Brett Gardner interview the other day, mm. and she was like, he's hot. Yeah. I get that. Um, Stan's definitely there. Talkman needs to grow his hair back out. I don't know what's yeah. going on there. And yeah. Voight needs to do whatever he used to do with his hair because I don't know what's going on there either. DVD sent me like an emergency message about Talkman's hair. Or maybe I dreamed that. But, yeah, it's not good. Yeah. And, yeah, I saw an old pic of him. Dude, he's, he's one of those guys that kind of gets screwed by the Yankees rules and you don't realize it. He had like a nice beard on the Rockies. Yeah. Talkman's Rockies look was kind of nice. Is Chapman attractive? I don't think so. Too scary for if you? He's scary. Bad guy. Zach Britton is when we saw Zach Britton in person. Cute. Handsome fella. Yeah. Um, Chad. Chad Green. Adam Ottavino. Lucy Goosey. And you've always been a big fan of Gumby's look, right? <laughs> don't laugh. I didn't Jeez. laugh. I didn't laugh. That's so mean. And laugh. I coughed into the mic. Everyone wear uh, your masks. Just a big exhale. Um, all right. I think that's all. I like what Hat puts out. You do? Yeah. The uh, clothes hanger shoulders and the bald head? Yeah. The uh, He's how you draw a human. He's <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> that was nicer than what I was going to say. All right. So. Th- next up. Hey guys, it's Jenny from Virginia. I just had to call and say how excited I am that baseball is back. Things have been so tough lately. COVID is so horrible. I had a baby in March and it was scary. I'll just see grandparents for so long. And then I lost my job and I just have to tell you that I had to stop listening to the show because it was just the icing on the shit cake to remember that it was summertime and there was no baseball. But it's back now and it's so good to hear your voices. So I just want to let you know that I appreciate you guys. Thanks for doing what you do. 
and go Yankees. Well, congratulations on the baby. That's very, very exciting. And for going through all that in tough times and making it through, that's awesome. Thank you for calling in, Jenny. We missed your voice as well. We're glad you're back. Yeah, glad to have you back. Things are coming around. Um, One I mean, o'clock, the, two the, o'clock, three o'clock, rock. The the office has seen it a little bit. You know, I I think uh, my natural energy has gone up a, a notch. We had a half shirt day. There was another day when I was I just kind of had the electricity going. Like mm-hmm. I need sports. I run off sports. Uh, yeah, they're your oil. I'm excited. He's excited oil for can. the sports. Oil can. All right. I think that was the last voicemail. Any updates we had? Any updates while we were recording this that if we were to hit end record right now, we'd be like, fuck, I wish we were still recording for that update that just happened. Um, I tweeted out at Higgy to see if he's got a slow motion video I can use. I'm assuming he's practicing right now, so it's probably bad timing. But Max Goodman, the Yankees SI guy, I believe, he said I can send you a video of him at shortstop and batting practice. So mm. win win. Jordan Hicks has opted, op- out. opted out. Opted out. Yeah. And it's the anniversary of Steinbrenner, I think. Yeah, a lot of Steinbrenner stuff going on today. Clint Clint's practicing his bunts and the Yankees tweeted out just it's a cute picture of Gary Sanchez. It's cute. Like if you want me to name my cute list, I'll right. do it. Okay. My, look at this picture of Gary, man. Yeah. Just so cute. Who's the old, it, Gary Glaber? Geo. Geo's a sleeper, a sleeper for, cute. for cute. Yeah. He's Gio's a big a sleeper, time sleeper for, cute. for cute. Um and Tanaka falls into the cute category sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. And Chad's a different kind of cute, but cute nonetheless. Chad's cute. Yeah. Chad's on the cute team. Yeah. A lot of people are going to be like, really, Chad? And then it's a different kind of cute that you're not, maybe you're not privy to. But it's... it's. I think they get it. It's pretty cute. Especially if he's drawn up as a goose. <laughs> Especially. Especially. If he's drawn up as a goose. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, we should probably take one of those paintings they gave us and put it on a shirt. Do we th- is Judge hot? Um, he, you know, he's like a whole thing because he's 6'8", 280. So it's like I don't view him as a, a human. <laughs> I'm so dumb. I just type judge into the Google search like that's going to do anything. I've done that a lot. I've done that a lot. I've done that a lot. Don't, don't beat yourself. By definition, a public official appointed to decide cases in a court of law. Wrong guy, I think. Is Aaron Judge hot? Like his presence... His presence is hot. It's so hot. Everything he does in the package is very hot. Yeah. Did you see the picture they they that got is getting like going viral right now? Um, and they're putting it side by side that picture of Alonzo, like this, this picture. Oh, it's just like I mean, yeah. That's just he's just got that it factor. Different fighters. If you zoom in on different faces and features, yeah. are you? I don't. Are you there? I don't know. But it's just like, altogether, it's pretty hot. Yeah, he's a fucking beast. He's hot. Yeah. Well, there you go. He's hot. We officially have it. Congratulations on the baby, Jenny. We wish you luck. And thank you all for tuning in. We're so close. How long close. until our first um, series recap? Ba-da-da-ba-da-ba-da. I mean, this is going to be exciting. 12 days, 13 days. 
makes me sad. We will be recording our season recap in uh, 13 days. Two weeks. In two weeks, our first season recap will come out. Wow. Serious recap. Love it. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. We'll see you later. Goodbye. Go Yankees.